Praise God. Praise God. Ladies of God, women of God, I am so glad to be back before you. Your host, Dion Marie with God's Virtuous Woman. This is the day that our God has made for us specifically. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I thank God for you. I thank God for your family. I thank God for your life, your children, and your children's children. Please don't get annoyed by me repeating that because I have learned over the years to have what I say is to speak on purpose what I want. And even though sometimes in life I might be dealing with struggles, I have got to call into being the very things that be not as though they are. I've gotten a real revelation of that and I hope and pray that you will too, woman of God. I thank God for you and happy July 1st. And today is Thursday. We are back before you with our terrific Thursdays for God's Virtuous Woman podcast coming to you to empower, encourage, and to motivate you in the things of God as it pertains to being God's woman, God's wife, and God's mother. I bless you and your family in the name of Jesus. This podcast today is going to be essential and it's going to be amazing. Our very own sister Wanda Cooley is coming back before you to encourage and empower and motivate you as the virtuous woman, the wise woman. Yes, I'll say it again. The virtuous woman, God's virtuous woman, is a wise woman. With that being said, I want to leave you with a brief scripture. Sister Wanda is going to just enlighten you with what God has set and put on her heart to do so over the last several weeks as she's been in prayer and uh, also, you know, fasting for you. We do this for you, sisters, because it's not easy. Some of these things the Bible says, as far as the blessings of God, the revelation of God has only come, is only going to come through fasting and praying, not just by prayer. So with that, I want to leave you with Daniel, Daniel 11 and 2. The people, the woman that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So I leave you into the amazing hands of my sister, uh, Wanda Cooley, who is going to really, really touch, change, and transform your heart with the Word of God. And want you again to visit us on our next podcast, which will be next Monday. Uh, I think that date actually will be the date of July 5th. We want you to join in with us and we want you to hear the PowerPoint messages that God will have to speak to you as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother. Remember, the spirit of greatness is upon you. The seed of greatness does live within you. You can go forth and do something great in your life and in the lives of others. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Let's welcome now my sister, Wanda Cooley. In Jesus' name, amen. sisters of God, we pray that your day is beginning crisp and bright in the spirit. Let us go in prayer. Father, we thank you and bless you for this day, this hour, this time, this session, this season, for you to do exactly what you want to do through us. We bless you for selecting us to be your children because you didn't have to do that. You are God. You don't need us. Oh, but I'm so grateful. 
that you wanted us. So show us what your will for our lives, Father. Show us, hallelujah, Lord God, and give us the ability and the authority to carry it out. We thank you and bless you that you are God. And besides you, there is no other. Well, sisters and brothers of God, I I say brothers too, because I think sometimes, I believe sometimes, God's word is not just restricted to women. Now, we reach out to the females because many times, many females will reach out before a man says he needs help. He will have to go through hell and high water before he says help. He can be drowning and and, and won't say much. But women, we tend to uh, put it out there because we want to get the help we need to get us to where we need to be. So today we're talking about, we're actually coming from the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 31. And Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs has been written mainly by Solomon. There has been some other writings, but Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Um, it's literature that is given, it's writing that is given, uh, revealing the uh, um the experiences of different people um solomon was david's son king david day the david that that god chose to uh slay the the philistine you know go uh, uh the, the the philistine um god chose david and david wanted to build god a temple wanted to erect a massive beautiful place for god and, and the lord said no 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 no, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have your son to build it for me. Let's put a point right there. I want uh, something sticking up in my in my heart, in my mind to share with you. Uh, sometimes as parents, as women, as mothers, we have plans for our children. We want them to join the sorority we've joined. We, the pink and the green, or the blue and the white and the red. Uh, we, 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 we want them to implicate. We want them to, our children to emulate us. Well, this lesson, that brief information I give you about Solomon and David tells us that God has a plan for our children. Don't try to make your children clones of you. God has a purpose for every individual. He has purpose for every individual. Okay? That's just a plug. That's not beating you up. That's not me trying to tell you what to do with your children. No, I I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. It was just in my heart. Those those few words that I shared about David and Solomon and God's plan, um, it just it was in me to share that with you. So the book of wisdom is written, Proverbs, meaning wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Uh, when to do this, where to do that, how to do that. Uh, it's not just knowledge, intel, information, but it's the what to do's with what you know, how to do. What you, what you need to do, uh, the, the, the functioning of the knowledge. Um, you could have knowledge, but you, let's just say, uh, you need to buy groceries. You need to purchase groceries for, for your home and, uh, you want to leave the job at lunchtime, knowing that if you go to that supermarket that is crowded, always in the middle of the day and you're going to shop for groceries, you're going to get back to work late. That's not a proper time. That's not a good time. Why? Because you're on that company's time. Now, you have an hour that you're off the clock, but be realistic. Is what you're going to do the right time to do it? See, wisdom dictates when to do things, how to do things, where to do things, with whom to do things with. Wisdom. And the word of God says that wisdom is the principal thing. It's the principal 
thing. It, it brings in principles. Principles. Ah, are there principles in your life? What guides you to the activity and actions that you carry out each day? What is it founded upon? You made that decision to not wear that dress based upon what? You made that decision to dye your hair a certain color based upon what? Why did you do what you do? See, principles will cause us to see the reasoning for our actions. It is the foundation, the reason for our actions, our activity, our thought life. Why am I sitting here thinking about this when I should be thinking about that? I'm at work and I'm sitting at my PC and my mind goes off because I've, I've seen a YouTube video. And, and it has nothing to do. A little commercial. 12 second, 12 second commercial has come in and diverted my attention. So here we go with, with Proverbs. Now, this particular Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 31, this particular podcast, God's Virtuous Woman, you hear a lot in the, in the Christian uh, 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 genre, in, in, in the churches, God's Virtuous Woman. What does virtue mean? I did a brief uh, lookup of the word virtuous, and it has to do with the application or the practical attitudes and habits that's adopted by someone in obedience to the principles. There we go. To the principles that they have learned. Though our attitude and actions are guided or led or instruction. I'm, I do what I do based upon what I've been taught. I say what I say based upon what I've been taught. Uh-huh. So the virtues, the habits, the attitudes we develop based upon what we've been taught. what And then what we practice. It becomes a lifestyle. Different things that we do at different times. If we do them Perpetually, if we do them consistently on a daily basis, they become a lifestyle. So let's delve a little bit. I just want to talk a little bit about this, um, this king, King Lemuel and his wife and his mother. They're in conversation now. Um, it's said, it is said that King Lemuel is actually uh, maybe the pen name for Solomon. All right. Maybe Solomon has taken on another name, a new identity. It's much like an actor. A lot of people, uh, actors don't use their birth name. It's another name that they take on. And not just the role of the person that they're carrying out, the character of that person, but they give themselves a new name. OK. All right. So Solomon, uh, I'm calling him Solomon, King Lemuel and his mother. The mother is importing into the son words of wisdom. And he's telling this son. She's telling the son three. I want to bring up three specific points uh, in verses one through three. This mother tells the son, don't give your attention to women. Don't give all of your strength to women. I'm going to correct that word, not attention. She's telling her son, son, you are of great position. Don't give your strength. Don't give yourself up to be controlled by the woman for her selfish gain. 
Don't give your strength to women. Don't allow yourself to be controlled for their own selfish gain. That speaks to us as women. Women, what is your purpose for going after what you're going after? What is the reason for going after that man, for going after that job, for going after that, uh, that career, for going after that money? For going, why are you wanting what you're wanting? There's a reason why you are so driven to do what you're doing. Is it because maybe I've been hurt and I'm going to show people I'm not a toy to be, to be messed with. I'm not a toy to be played with. I'm going to show men. I'm going to dress myself up in certain ways, in certain ways, because when I dress myself up modestly, People don't pay me any attention. So I have to show a little more leg, a little more thigh. I have to show a little more cleavage. My fingernails look like claws, not because they're beautiful, but because they gain the attention of someone. And what am I going to do with this attention that I'm getting? Am I trying to control someone? Do I want to rule over somebody's mind? Why do I want to do that? What has happened in my life to cause me to feel the way I'm feeling, act the way I'm acting, think the way I'm thinking? So the mother tells again, tells, uh, tells the son, don't give your strength of character to someone who is only about herself. Are you about yourself and only about you? Is the thing that you're pursuing, is it God leading you to do that or that's what you've always done? Maybe it's a generational thing. My mama did it. My grandma did it. My auntie did it. My great grandmother did it. So I'm going to do it. Is that what God want you to do, though? Back to that uh, question, the very first question I, I posed to you all earlier. Or instruction in question form. Are you trying to control your child? Or do, are you trying to get your child to be a clone of you? You don't feel like you've gotten everything you needed to get in this world. So you want your child to wear the same colors, be in the same fraternity, wear the same style of clothes, wear the same kind of hair, uh, color your hair the same way. You all just, you want, you, all, you want your child be you. You want to live your life through your child. That's not the reason to have a child. They didn't love me. I want somebody to love. No, no. You have a child because it is God's will for you to have that child and raise that child to know who God created him or her to be. So the second point speaks of leadership. In verses four through seven, this mother tells King Lemuel, don't get drunk or intoxicated. She says, don't allow yourself to be influenced by that or those things which will bring you out of character. Don't allow yourself to be overcome by something that's going to keep you from being who you really are. How about this? Don't allow something to keep you in the same position and mindset when God is trying to bring you into the character he de he's developing, he has created for you to be. God wants you to be a loving person, but because you have entered relationships and been so wounded and so hurt and made your own decision and didn't want to listen to people that God sent your way, you don't want to be bothered with them because they're trying to rule your life. No, sometimes God sends people into our lives to give us wisdom, to help us. Examine 
why we are about to do what we're about to do. And we think those people are evil because they just don't want me to have a life. Could it be that the decision I'm about to make is based upon the hurts that I've experienced and not the voice of God? Yeah. Sometimes we figure when we get married, I remember I was married once before and uh, before and, and, and I thought, you know, I, my husband supposed to, you know, uh, think the same things and do the same things and want the same things. That's what equally yoked means. That's not necessarily what equally yoked means. God has distributed responsibilities between man and woman. Sometimes we will differ in opinion. But we won't tear each other's head down and tear each other's character down because we don't agree with one another. This woman is telling her son, this mother is telling her son, look here, he's not a little child. He's a king. All right. And even if Solomon is making this up, it's the principle behind it. What are you trying to control for your own use that's, that's got you drunk? thinking the wrong things. When a person is intoxicated, when they really are intoxicated, their bodily functions don't happen like they should. They can't walk in a straight line. They can't speak in a certain, uh, a, a, a certain vernacular. They, their speech is slurred. They can't remember anything. They'll tell you exactly what's on their mind when they're drunk, but when they're sober, when no alcohol is in them, they hold all of the trash inside. Have you ever went to a house that never empties the trash? Never brings the trash to the trash can? Never pulls the trash can out on the curb? Every day, months and days, just going to that trash can, throwing your bottles, throwing your trash, emptying the food, throwing this away, picking up that, sweeping the floor, throwing it in the ground, uh, drinking something, throwing the bottle in there, raking out extra lunch, raking out extra dinner, raking out breakfast uh, particles that you didn't eat. Could you imagine how smelly that trash can would be? Intoxicated. It's not just physical alcohol. Spirits. Different stores. You'll see they, they, the, the store is entitled wine and spirits. Spirits meaning influential. Drinking things that will, infl will influence your actions and attitudes one way or the other. So this woman is telling her son, son, every woman comes for something. Everyone comes, every woman wants something. Don't let her wants keep you from being who you are. Ladies, I'm going to switch it and say, woman of God, wife of God, wife that's born of God, woman of God, mother that's been born by God. Don't allow the toxins in this world, the TV, the internet, the radio. God wants you dressing like a virtuous woman and you've got everything hanging out. A guy doesn't have to uh, woo you or come after you because you got all your stuff hanging out. You've got all of it hanging out. Trying to get something that you've never had. Don't really know what you're trying to get. Don't allow yourself to be influenced. That's what the alcohol or the uh, drink intoxication mean. Don't allow yourself to be influenced. By that or those things which will bring you out of your character. You need to walk in godly character. How did Jesus handle this situation? How did, Father, how do I handle this? This person is treating me wrong. 
How do I handle this? Am I going to come out of my character? Am I going to be the person that I have not been designed to be because of how I was treated? The last point in verses 8 through 9, this mother tells the son, when you open your mouth, I want you to open your mouth to speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves. I want you to defend the full, defend the poor. I want your life, your life, a virtuous woman's life is all about helping others. It's not the only thing. It's not like God is not going to give you what you need and give you some desires of your heart. He just wants you to give everything away to everybody. The desire of your heart, a virtuous woman's heart. It's not putting herself on a pedestal and wanting others to just praise her and tell her how beautiful she is, how smart she is on the job, how nice her car is, how fine she is, how nice her clothes are. The demeanor of a virtuous woman is to help those that cannot help themselves. Are you helping someone else beside you or are you just full of your agenda? You're going to erect, you're going to come up with this business, not because you want to work this business and help somebody to get better and help meet the needs of others. You want a business because other people don't think you can do it. That's not the reason for opening the business. You're running the ministry because people tell you, you know, knew you in days of old and they just equate you to that same old person and you are, are just intoxicated with feeling, proving them wrong. So I'm going to open this business. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this. I'm going to four years of college. I'm going to have two children, one girl and one boy. His name is going to be Corsavius and his, and his, uh, and his sister name is going to be Flay Flay. And you're making all of these decisions based upon hurts and pains, rejections, criticisms, all of this stuff in the past. Why are you doing what you're doing? If you can answer that question, you can get to the root of a lot. You can change a lot of the things you do.